Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Monday morning, everyone. It's good to be back with you again. We had a great service last Sunday, and I hope that you had a good time this past weekend in the house of the Lord. We had a special speaker with us, Philip Brassfield, actually Dr. Philip Brassfield, and he was speaking in our church on Sunday, also going to be speaking at a conference that we are sponsoring, Anchor Ministerial Fellowship Conference, and he's a good friend of mine from the past, and we have ministered together in different places. Let me just read you a little bit of the blurb that we have in the advertisement for his being at our conference. And it says that Dr. Philip Brassfield is the founder and director of Destiny Ministries. Uh, he provides apostolic oversight to many churches and speaks into the lives of countless leaders in the body of Christ and around the world. Often called a pastor's pastor, Philip Brassfield has been a pastor, college president, and a promise keeper speaker. He also ministers in many of America's fastest growing churches. And Philip provides visionary leadership for the Destiny Family of Ministries. Well, welcome, Philip. Glad that you're with us today. Thank you, Pastor Ken. It's wonderful to be with you today. Well, with that uh, introduction, I wanted to have you come on the program, and we'll see how this goes, but we hope that you can be with us over the next uh, few days and talk about certain areas. Um, Philip was sharing with our ministry leaders yesterday after our morning service, and Philip, you began to introduce a topic and shared with our leaders that uh, was very helpful to them, and they were talking about five master keys, and this is some material that you developed. Tell us a little bit about it. It started into the essence of it. Uh, you know, Ken, working with leaders over the years and always looking for solutions to problems, answers for ways to help people potential in God and realize and experience that potential. It seems like a lot of times we talk about potential as if it's never going to come or it's always out. And I, I begin to think about that Jesus, uh, when he was talking with his disciples, in Matthew chapter 16, introduced a very, when he told them on the road to Caesarea Philippi, I'll give you keys of the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in the heavenlies, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in the heavenlies. Right. And I, I begin to see that Jesus was saying that there are keys that have an impact both in the natural realm and an immediate impact in the spiritual realm. And working with leaders, trying to help them navigate through their challenges, I, I, I began to believe that there were keys biblically. Them really became master keys. Uh, you know, my right. wife and I like to cruise a lot of time off, but when we do, sometimes we like to take cruise. And I was thinking about the steward that has a number of cabins on our particular floor, the particular last cruise that we were on. You know, I was thinking about the fact that he had a key that unlocked every door in his charge. Every door on the floor that was assigned to him was given a master key. He didn't have to change keys. Right. That there was a master key that unlocked every door on the floor that was under his watch. Same thing at the church here. I have a master key that will order to the church, and others may have a key that will open to the closet or open to a certain building, but the master key will open 
every lock. That's exactly right. And I begin to ask the Lord. I begin to pray, Lord, show me your master keys. I, I want a key that won't just unlock one door, but will lock unlock every door. And, and a master key that I can learn to use and that will greatly enhance my ability to unlock kingdom concepts and release the bounty of heaven's provision into my life and then help me teach leaders how to find those keys for themselves and and i was really surprised i guess in a sense because we typically within this day of mysteries and and all the intrigue of, yes. of survivor television programs and all re- these reality shows it seems like we're always on a quest or a scavenger hunt and actually as i began to pray i found out that there were indeed master keys but they weren't nearly as mysterious as i had expected them to be you know and yesterday when you first started talking about this topic uh, i think everybody's mind sort of went to well this is going to be something new and unusual because if we knew what these keys were we'd be using them so this is something new and yet as you started sharing it was such simple keys ones that we've heard about but unfortunately we haven't used them we might have the key sort of in our pocket but never really understood that this really that will unlock many aspects of life absolutely i I had a number of criteria as i began to do the study and research i didn't really begin with any presupposed ideas about what these keys look for streams or, or, or consistent streams through the Scripture that were recurring again and again and that we could see in the lives of great leaders, but not just one, but again and again. And uh, as I began to, to study those lives and look for keys, master keys, principles and things that they practiced that were yet seemed to unlock greatness in their life, it just brought me to five fundamental that I believe, in, and as I call in the literature, five master keys that unlock everything. You know, this program is called Life in Balance, and I think sometimes our lives are not in balance because we don't understand what these keys are. And and a lot of people that are listening today are facing situations and problems and, and praying to the Lord, Lord, what's the answer to my situation? And sometimes they get frustrated. I believe what you're going to share today and over the next few days is going to help many, many people. Now, we need to get into the because there's five keys, as you shared them, and I'm we're hoping to cover day, and so we need to get into that first key right. that you discovered in the scripture. Well, it's uh, again, I wish uh, perhaps that it would be a little more mysterious, but the fact <laughs> is the master key, the principal key that I found that everything was contingent upon was love. Yes. Love, yeah. simply love. It's been said that love is the most uh, powerful force on the planet, and I suppose it's true that it is as a matter of fact i believe it's the primary pursuit and basic need of all of humanity no matter where Definitely. we're from no matter what our background is no matter what uh particular whether our racial what our racial background is our religious affiliation doesn't matter the fact is every single one of us need pursue you know it's such a word that's used it's overused but I think people don't understand what love is. I mean, we do and we don't. Somehow, it's just as you say, when you say, okay, the master key is love, it's almost like we go, oh. But there is such power in that key if we use it. Yes. Just share some of those well, principles that you discovered as you looked at this key of love. I begin to look at you know John's writings because John certainly wrote about love toward the end of his life, John the Apostle. And we know, of course, most people are familiar with John's gospel. And, you know, John had powerful ability to describe God in so many 
various ways. He right. says he's the word. He says that he's the light. He said he's the life. And I mean, there's so many ways that he described God. So John was not short on his ability to describe an omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God with all the theological overtones. Right. He knew the Jewish background. He knew what he'd been taught as a young Jewish man growing up with the Torah. And so there was no deficiency in his ability to describe you know, God as they understood him. Yeah. But yet, if you look at the end of his ministry, as he's approaching 100 years old or up in his 90s at least, and after that ability that he gives us in his early writings to describe God in these very theologically powerful ways, yet at the end of his life, he sum- summarizes God by saying, God is love. You know, I think as Christians, we sort of take that for granted. But when you study other religions and you ask them, tell us about God, many times love is not in the description. We're not going to describe it the way John did. That God is described in a different way. But, and we need to really come back to that to know that God in his very essence is love. Uh, he was the original nator. He was the creator, no doubt. John reveals him as that. I mean, he, he makes that point clear, but yet at the end of his life, I found that striking, that at the end of his life, you know, that's when you get to the foundation. seems like the older we get, the simpler we get in terms of common denominators. And when he gets to the end of his life as he's writing those closing epistles, it's like he just says so much about love, uh, reveals that love is a master key. I mean, that's that's where I had to begin. And then right. I begin to think about the scripture that says, you know, everything works by love. Faith works by love. And and I begin to think about what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, where he said that we're to be imitators of God. And yes. as Christ also loved us and had given himself for uh, for us as an offering and a sacrifice. And I begin to realize that love is more than an emotion. As a matter of fact, it's emotional, but it's not just an emotion. That, it that's so crucial with to understand. A yes. It really is a choice to walk in the pattern of God that we choose to love and it's far removed from our feelings and if we love it begins to unlock things in our lives that only love can unlock exactly got a couple of minutes left on this program what would you say to someone listening out there that they've got problems and they feel like they're locked into something now how would in a practical sense would this key be used in people's lives well i think you have to look at how it's applied i think a key that's not in the lock doesn't do you any good it won't give yes. you access keys represent access they represent uh, an opportunity or availability and they represent an authority and I, I think there's an authority in love i mean love is irresistible love never fails the apostle paul says uh you know no matter what other things in our life will fade away and pass but love won't and so it doesn't matter whether it's enemies jesus said love your enemies i mean i began yes. to see it all over the scripture yes that there were things that could be unlocked but you have to put the key in and choose to love. The, the scripture gives us some ideas about what love is like. It doesn't desire its own way at yeah. the expense of others. Love will never gain a, a benefit at someone else's expense. It chooses another above themselves. Well, in an environment where that is, is prevalent, it's unstoppable. It literally becomes a force that is militant almost against adverse to it because love is so powerful. It can't be stopped. It can't be resisted. If you look at history that changed cultures and revolutionaries, it seems like those who were effective for the long haul did it purely out of a love for others, uh, a nationalist patriotism. There was a, there was a cord of love that ignited their life and unlocked the benefit ideas brought. 
Exactly. More time, and, and we will have more time tomorrow. But this whole aspect of applying love, and in situations when you revenge, you may want to get even, you may want to talk back. Somehow we have to follow the example of Jesus when he turned the other cheek, he he forgave sinners, he he expressed in his life the very things. In other words, the key, he used the key. We know about the key, but many times we're not using it. Well, I see our time is gone, and we're going to have to pick this up tomorrow, but Philip will be back. I hope that you will too. I'm Ken Miles with Philip Brassfield. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.